We're broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. Welcome to Trivia Skate Pod. I'm your host, Engineer Rachel. And I'm Ross White. We're hoping to find our sweet, sweet Spock, who is still away from us. And we hopefully are going to find a hospitable planet to live on one day. But in the meantime, we're hanging out on the pod. And today we've got trivia questions about knockoff celebrities, presidential candidates, and romantic comedies. We'll be asking trivia questions in four rounds to test your knowledge and occasionally your creative thinking. This week's theme song was... Perchance Universe by Tyga Beats featuring Jonathan Chance. You can get a link to that in this week's show notes. We are still on the lookout for a permanent theme song. Will we ever find it? It's not that one. That's a little <laughs> robotic for my tastes. What, but, what are you yeah. looking for in a theme song, Ross? I, okay, so, well, ideally it would have our names sung. It'd be like, Engineer Rachel. Okay, yeah. I think um, just that. Just that. Oh, I think I just made our new someone remix that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Remix that with like um, maybe Nickelback, shall we say? Yeah. To make it to make it sound cool. To make it sound like us, really. (laughs) Yeah. Because when I think of us, I think Nickelback. Nickelback. Absolutely. Rach, you have been busy on the pod while I have been in stasis. Someone's got to keep this clunk of junk running. The improvements you've made are pretty magnificent. Thank so you. our listeners can't see, but Rach has installed this week stained glass windows. I made them myself. I can tell because it's your image. And so now all the light from the stars that we're passing filters through and Rach just seems to sort of dazzle in front of me. I would like to like paint a fuller picture for our listeners. They're like... They're like, you know, Virgin Mary stained glasses where I'm Mary. But instead of holding baby Jesus, I'm holding Spock, you know, in wrapped in a, a blanket. It's really quite beautiful and moving, if I do say so myself. It is. But I think you need to be careful with this because our listeners don't know this. But there was that one time that we put the pod down on a planet. We were our technology was a little more advanced than theirs. You stepped out with Spock in your arms And they began to worship you. I mean, was that a problem? Well, not at first. Okay, not at first. (laughs) But uh, as you recall, time moved a little bit differently on that planet. And so they had like whole generations of their civilization pass in the days that we were there. And slowly, the worship of Engineer Rachel and Spock tore the people of that planet apart they ended up annihilating themselves. There were many holy wars. It was horrible. They had the Crusades. They had a, they had their own Spain, so they had a Spanish Inquisition, and everyone expected it. <laughs> I have to, <laughs> I have to say, um, I think I empathize with Jesus a lot more. You know, just I, not everyone can say that, but I can. Not everyone would say that. <laughs> it's a testament to your ego. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rach, I...
We've got something on radar right now. It looks like someone else is floating through space in another escape pod, performing the docking maneuver. I'm analyzing the passenger manifest. Opening airlock. All right. Our guests today are the hosts of Ripping on Bodice Rippers, a podcast in which two romance readers and roommates talk and dissect the books they read. It's Kim Wen and Jenny Eccles. Hey, Kim. Hey, Jenny. Welcome aboard. Hi, Ross. Y'all have got one of the most unique looking pods that we've seen thus far. Yeah. It was clamored together by On the Planet We Escaped. Ooh. Yeah. I th- Thank you so much for letting us into your escape pod. We were running out of fuel there. It was getting precarious. Well, yeah. so uh, you look like you're Earthlings, but it sounds like maybe you didn't just escape from Earth. No, we've been around the block, Ross. It's been a it's been a rough go of it. I mean, I've I've heard your podcast, and so I had reason to believe that you'd had many adventures. But where have you been? So well, we're both. <laughs> we took a little go ahead, pod Kim. field trip. We had taken mm-hmm. a little pod field trip, just you know, to explore the outer reaches of space, as you so call it. <laughs> and we were sex trafficked by. Would you believe it? aliens oh my goodness yeah i mean yeah they like love young uh fresh 20 something year old women and that we are um so we were out on their spaceship about to be sex trafficked and then uh we were left to die on an ice planet um just named ice planet this is a harrowing adventure yes but I, I assume then that the ice planet must have been unoccupied and was therefore safe, just hard to escape. Well, no, you, know, you would think that, <laughs> uh, but it was like our second day. We had to venture out in threat of freezing to death. And then we both fell Starving. into a sort of contraption that was meant for some sort of animal. But because we are inept and not outdoorsy people, we landed in it. <laughs> And lo and behold, so we we were hanging upside down. Yes, and um, hanging upside down on an ice planet. Yeah, and then a a giant blue humanoid esque (laughs) man, if you can call him a man, stumbled upon us. Uh, Is he even humanoid? And then things happened. Yeah, I mean, he has horns. He has a tail. He's ribbed all over. So we took a quick detour. Had some fun, but then we learned that the ice planet was unhabitable for humans unless we got um, a parasite implanted, and that's when we dipped. That's when we said, never mind. And we took their little uh, spaceship, ran it back up, and here we are. And I thought my becoming Jesus story was exciting. I know, right? And I got to say, I mean, like for the first half of that story, I was like, this sounds suspiciously like the Empire Strikes Back, but then it took a turn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it took a real turn. I mean, it was like the Empire Strike Back, except with a lot more a lot more sexual tension, if you can imagine mm-hmm. that. I never knew I could be attracted to someone with horns, but here I am. I didn't know the Empire Strikes Back could have more sexual tension. <laughs> Maybe I didn't think I'd be attracted to someone with horns and a tail. Mm. My bad. The tail seems like a feature and not a bug, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> okay, Ross. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay, so you have you've escaped. Yes. You've been floating in space for a little while. Uh I was wondering why the pod was so oddly decorated. I see now that shimmering ice covering your pod. So was 
was almost everything on the planet made of ice? Was it like those ice or um, those Nordic ice hotels where you go and they have like ice tables? Not quite as advanced. Everything was just a little no. bit too rustic for my taste. Yeah, I'm not a camping girl. Not sure they can write those ice planet barbarians. So you're calling them barbarians. You're going so far as to say that these were ice planet barbarians. I am saying that. They themselves call themselves barbarians. Oh, so. So, so you spoke to them. Well, they motioned, I motioned, and eventually Lots we of pantomiming going on. Yeah. Got it. So they did the universal barbarian sign. <laughs> yes. Don't you know that one? I mean, that's pretty beautiful. I love communication yeah. across species and planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love when communication across species and planets destroys the planet, though, Rach. No, it's not the destruction I love. It's the adulation and worship so that prefigures the destruction you know if it results in some destruction so be it i feel like if jenny and i had stayed longer some worship and destruction could have happened we just chose not to yeah you're we're just too too um too good for that planet (laughs) more responsible Mm -hmm. well now that you've escaped it seems like this would be a really good time to do a little bit of trivia because our pod runs on trivia points and it looks from our sensors like yours does too so you know what if y'all can answer some questions correctly i think we're going to be able to help you fuel that pod and get you back where you belong so here are the rules our escape pod is hooked up to an ai powered set of intelligence scanners that will give you points for each answer you get right but our ai also has a sense of humor and occasionally falls in love In addition to correct answers, it gives points for answers that are so wrong that they make us laugh. We're going to ask all the questions for a round to give the listeners time to think about their own answers, and then we'll check in with you to see how you did. Points power the pod, so the better you do, the longer we'll be able to operate our life support systems. You guys ready? Ready as I'll ever be. All right. We're going to start with round one as our general knowledge round. So question number one is which nonfiction author wrote the book The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks? That's about those immortal cells. Mm-hmm. That's about cells. It's about those, those genes and stuff. It's about the goop of life. That was my band name at college. The goop of life? Yeah. You've been in a lot of bands. <laughs> I'm... Very, you know, I have a lot of extra time when I'm when you're asleep. So here's question number two, and it's a four part question. We don't care about the order on this one. What are the four largest cities in Germany? Hmm. Has anybody in the pod been to Germany? Not me. No, I have as a sophomore in high school, so I don't remember much. All right, Kim, tell us what you do remember. There was a castle. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> to my mind, Germany is just one large castle, Kim. Were there were there features of this castle that you felt really gave you the full Germany experience? I don't know if this is a full Germany experience, but there is a footprint on the cement, and our tour guide said that it was apparently from... Um, the mistress of the castle was uh, rendezvousing with her lover and then interrupted by her husband. So then the lover jumped out the window and the impact of his landing was what made the footprint. Or it could just be some guy who stuck his foot in the wet cement. 
but I prefer the the former story. It's more oh, cinematic yeah. for sure. And if you were to go back some years later and see a second footprint, that would be where Jesus jumped to. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go to question three? So this is going to be a four-part question. You're going to name the movie characters who uttered these movie catchphrases. Not the actor, the character. All right. 3A, the catchphrase is shaken, not stirred. I like that Rach is doing voices for these. That's not real. I can do more voices. All right. Yes, please. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) 3B is I can do this all day. 3C is say hello to my little friend. I don't want to do too much voice. I don't want to give it away. Um, 3D is yippee Kaye, motherfucker. That last one came through with all the glee. <laughs> I felt it. I heard some sparkle. <laughs> Kim and Jenny, question number four. The first product to have a barcode can still be found in the checkout line at many supermarkets. What was it? You're going to get 50 points if you can tell us what what kind of item it was you're actually going to get a hundred if you can pull the brand name out of nowhere first product to have a barcode must have felt like really cool so which came first the barcode or the barcode scanner you know i imagine they came uh, came to be about the same time but so i mean so (laughs) your supermarket you're like we've just gotten a shipment of this as yet unnamed item look at this funky thing well in order to sell this one item that is stocked near the checkout line let's just go ahead and change the whole checkout line honestly now i'm thinking about what grocery stores must have been like before barcode i bet it must have been annoying i work at a grocery store now and it's annoying when something doesn't have a barcode i'm sure they just memorized the barcode that's probably it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. From Jenny's time working at Harris Teeter. That and and my work now as a retail worker at a bookstore. I have memorized a lot of beginning digits of things. I will confess that, like, I do know with the ISBNs on books, they're all like 978-1- mm-hmm. That stuff, that'll get in your head. Oh, yeah. And at Harris Teeter, people buy the same produce. Also, are we sure... Are we sure barcodes weren't invented for, like, another purpose and then grocery stores were like, hey, this is probably useful? Probably were. Kim, what what uses do you suspect they initially had that the grocery stores hijacked? I feel like a lot of inventions was just, like, to make NASA's life easier, right? So maybe someone was like, I don't want to count all of this. I have, like, a thousand boxes of this. I don't want to count it. I'll just invent a way to scan things that makes more sense than what i was sort of imagining (laughs) you thinking because i was thinking that maybe you were thinking like yes originally they were going to be fake mustaches (laughs) i I think they were invented so edgy teens could get them tattooed and make points about consumerism oh yeah yeah that's my personal theory yeah so edgy (laughs) okay we should move on to question five spa day all the answers in this four-part question contain a spa. So, well, I mean, they contain the letters SPA in that order. Yeah. But, you know, that's basically a spa day. So, 5A, this person who sends a taxi to you when you call for one. 5B, 
is someone who enters your house unlawfully. 5C is open to public scrutiny. And 5D, to speak disrespectfully about. I want to take a straw poll. Gift certificate for a spa day. Best gift ever or kind of weak sauce? I've never gotten one. I guess it depends on if the person enjoys being touched. (laughs) Maybe if they don't like being touched by strangers, you do your own spa day. You know, acts of care. Ooh. Yeah. Amazon does have a lot of at-home spa products. I know that for personal reasons. Yeah, I think that would, like, are they giving me a gift certificate to get, like, a really fancy massage? Or is it, like, a weird dude at Kind of Know saying, I can give you an at-home spa day, you know? Different vibes. (laughs) I promise, Rach, when I buy you a gift certificate to say thanks for all that you've done, it's going to be the weird guy. No. That's the one I'm getting you, for sure. sure. I don't want it. Keep it. (laughs) Question number six. What is the smallest unit of a substance that retains the properties of that substance? We trying to get tiny on the pod with this one. We This general knowledge round really is really is varied, you know. It's almost as though the AI just hit the random button on this one. <laughs> almost. Well, Kim and Jenny, now here's the thing. Uh we probably failed to mention when they came aboard that though they seem like they're just hanging out talking they are housed in what appear to be ice bubbles and what's what's sort of strange about this is that kim's ice bubble is vibrating at a slightly different frequency than jenny's ice bubble so as we've been asking these questions there's been no way for them to like quietly whisper or confer it seems like all of your thinking is just going to have to be out loud. This is a very strange setup. Do you Can you tell us a little bit about how you ended up in these weird bubbles? Yeah. So remember how we said that in order to inhabit said ice planet, there needed to be some sort of parasitic infection? Mm. We weren't down with that idea. And so we decided to just... You know, in within the like broken pod, there seemed to be like remnants of old spacesuits, and we just kind of bubbled ourselves inside for the time being. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, that that makes a little bit more sense. I too would yeet if there were a parasitic infection about. So we're gonna we're gonna let you guys sort of talk mm-hmm. through it as we go, but we're gonna ask all the questions again and see what your answers were. You're gonna get 50 points for each correct answer in this round, a hundred if you can name the brand name of that first product at the supermarket. But here's question number one: which nonfiction author wrote the book The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks? I know this one. It's Rebecca Skloot. I also Yes. <laughs> you knew it too? I agree. <laughs> that is correct for 50 points. All right. Question two. What are the four largest cities in Germany? Kim, you've been to Germany. Any ideas? Kim's answer so is I wrote Castle. Berlin. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Berlin as well. Yeah. Good Berlin job. Is that's correct. kind of the only city that... Oh, shoot. Okay. So um, what else did you write down? I have three question marks as the next okay, slot. Good. I have um, some made-up cities. I have I have German, Germania, and Genovia, as in Mia Thermopolis, <laughs> Princess of. Oh, I'm familiar. So, those are my those are my submissions. The whole country of Genovia is within Germany. Yes, exactly. You crack the code. 
That's where Genovia is. That's fast. I was always wondering about the geography of Genovia. I'm glad I finally. Yeah, maybe the footprint Kim saw was actually Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I just grokked to this being a Princess Diaries reference. I just got there. You're so behind. <laughs> Get on the 20 somethings vibe, oldie. Never. The correct answers there were Berlin, Hamburg, Munich, and Cologne. Munich. Yeah, I should have I known knew that I one. knew another German city. But did you know it? Kim, when you visited journey, Germany, did you go to Munich? Uh, no, I think I went to Heidenberg. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school. I was, I knew nothing. <laughs> I think you as a sophomore in high school still knows more than I do. Doubtful. Well, you know Berlin. That's something. I know Berlin. We, we did both know Berlin. The bar is low. Well, let's move on to question number three. You're going to name the movie characters who utter these movie catchphrases. We don't want the actor. We just want the character. And Rach is going to perform all of the voices for you. Okay. So, <laughs> 3A, shaken, not stirred. That would be Bond, James Bond. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. 3B, I can do this all day. Kim's favorite. It is Captain America. <laughs> I, I will have to ask, is it a catchphrase if he said it twice? Well, we all know it, so. Ooh, I'm going to have to take this one up with the AI. But I think it counts. Yeah. I mean, we got the point. Yeah, I mean, so it you, 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 you knew it, so I think that works. Three C's. Say hello to my little friend. I wrote down stuff my dad quotes. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I don't know this. That would be Tony Montana. To be fair, I would not have come up with that either. That's from Scarface, but most people know Tony Montana as the father of Hannah Montana. <laughs> right. Right. You, you realized that, yeah, Scarface and Hannah Montana are part of one cinematic universe. Uh, I'd so watch that. Oh, isn't Spy Kids in the same universe as like a Quentin, a Quentin Tarantino thing? Is it? Oh, I bet it is because Robert think... Rodriguez directed it and yeah. uh -huh. Tarantino and Rodriguez do have some interchangeability in their cinematic universes. It's not like a conspiracy theory. It's like canon that there it takes place within the same universe. Wait, hold on. I'm I'm tracking this down. Rach is on space Google. It's it's supposedly in the same universe as Kill Bill. Tarantino there's a Wikipedia article for this. The That's Tarantino Rodriguez universe. Wait. Wait. I was about to say, if Kill Bill exists in the same universe as Spy Kids, then why does Beatrix not use any gadgets? That's a good point. That feels like an easy way out to kill everyone. Maybe same universe, alternate timelines. Mm. Apparently Danny Trejo has the same name in both, in both movies. The Danny Trejo Extended Universe. Hell yeah. The DTEU? Yes. Oh, That's yeah. what Kim and I will look into when we get back to Earth. That's what I'm looking forward to now. Yeah, we'll report back. I mean, it's been a while, but I'm sure Spy Kids is still incredibly relevant. Oh, yeah. I would imagine that most of Earth's civilization is sort of evolving around Spy Kids. And it were one to speed up time, we would see that generations upon generations will worship at the altar of Spy Kids. Mm. It's a really good movie. Spy Kids, oh, when they go into the, like, the, the video game universe... I love that movie. That's why I'm a gamer today. That's the one reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, it, it's, it's, 
I'm getting just get vagaries on Reddit. This one Reddit comment says James Parks is in Kill Bill and also Planet Terror alongside Felix Sabades, who is a machete with Trejo, who is also in Spy Kids. I don't really understand a lot of those words, but that's what I'm reading. All right, Rach, let's pull you out of okay, that. Okay, sorry, sorry. I got it up. Back into it up. our catchphrases question. All right, sorry. The, the fourth one is ah, yippee kaye, motherfucker. Um, I wrote down that dude from Die Hard Heart. It is that dude from Die That's Hard. All I got. His name is John McLean. Like John McCain, almost. John McCain and Die Hard would have made it a very different movie. Yes. John McCain have. stole his name from John McLean. Here's question number four. The first product to have a barcode can still be found in the checkout line at many supermarkets. What was it? I guessed a candy bar. Okay. See, I wrote down milk and then crossed it out because obviously that wouldn't be right by the registers. So I have nothing. The correct answer there was Wrigley's chewing gum. Okay. Okay. Can I hit half credit for candy bar? The AI is saying no, (laughs) but nice try. The AI was not amused. Uh, Question number five is our spa day question. So all the words have SPA in them. So A was, this is the person who sends a taxi to you when you call for one. Dispatcher? Yeah. Like him. Our second question was someone who enters your house unlawfully. Kim, I have nothing for this whole section. So (laughs) Ace. Oh, goodness. Uh, We were looking for trespasser. Okay. But I do like spoggler. (laughs) Kim, have you ever spoggled anyone? That's what it's called when you break into a spot. I've had to break into our own apartment. Yeah, that's self spoggling. (laughs) You've broken into our apartment? Yeah. She spoggled me. Elsa knocked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Elsa knocked the baby gate over so that I had to shimmy our broken kitchen window. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be announcing, but we have a permanently broken kitchen window. We don't. I got it fixed. And your address is 1842. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Would you like to give your exact location? Okay. 5C. Open to public scrutiny. Do you have nothing, Kim? Jenny? <laughs> Kim, I just wrote down spa four times in a row <laughs> and couldn't do anything. <laughs> We were looking for um, transparent. Oh. I think there are other definitions that maybe could have gotten at that oh. word better. I was thinking like celebrity. Mm, you know, I was yeah, going that route I, with my brain. Criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 5D was, maybe the, maybe you'll get this one, uh, to speak disrespectfully about. I just wrote down spot up as in shut up. But that <laughs> still doesn't do anything. <laughs> Uh, we were looking for disparage. Y'all are acting like I have oh, brain geez. cells after being sex trafficked and on an ice planet. <laughs> I do not. That's true. We're not accounting for trauma here. We've had very little food in the past. <laughs> We've had zero food. Oh, no. Think about eating each other. <laughs> as long as you eat each other and not us. We were this. We were well, this. Rach, do we have force fields if they get hungry? Don't worry. I've installed some safety mechanisms. Okay. Thank God. Question number six. <laughs> what is the smallest unit of a substance that retains the properties of that substance? So I said element really confidently, but now I'm questioning whether that's a unit. Is it a molecule? <laughs> is that it, a unit? It is a molecule. Yeah. And that's good for 50 points. Yeah. Wow. Yay. I've never... I haven't taken a science class since who knows how long. So I'm proud of that one. 
The brain cells rub together. They did it. At the end of one round, the AI is showing that you have got 375 points. Not a bad showing at all for our first round. A good start. It's a good start. Ah, Jenny, we might make it home yet. (laughs) Thank God. Round two. (laughs) (laughs) Round two is okay. Look, round two is bananas, but here's what's going on. Rach and I really want to have a birthday party because Rach's birthday is coming up and we were hoping to book an A-list celebrity, but in this sector of space, you just can't get an A-list celebrity to come out here. Thankfully, there's a healthy market for celebrity impersonators out there for, you know, for copyright and trademark purposes, they can't quite use the same exact name of the celebrity they impersonate. So they just change one letter. Uh, so we've been on the website celebsbutnotquite.com to try to book somebody. We're going to read you the description of some celebrity impersonators. You have to tell us the name of the impersonator that we'd be booking if we booked that person. So we're going to give you a sample just to make sure that everybody understands how it works so that our listeners get it. Uh, Rach, give us an example celebrity description. So this is one that we didn't hire but thought about. Um his description was, this is the star of The West Wing and The Grinder. also writes novels where he does world building with deep history. I would have to know a single person <laughs> from The West Wing. Uh, Me too. And I do not. So the original celebrity was Rob Lowe. But having changed just one letter in the name, he's now Rob Lore. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. Yeah, so we're considering 10 celebrities. We're going to read you 10 of these descriptions, and then we'll loop back around to get your answers at the end of the round. Here is our first celebrity knockoff. This Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Jonah Hex actress prefers to communicate with you by text, but in a more old-fashioned way than SMS. But yeah, she's not going to do voice. Oh, no. It's written communication only. Which, you know, I agree with. I hate speaking, obviously. As as evidenced by the fact that you have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is really all torture for me. <laughs> celebrity number two. This singer of celebrity skin and doll parts prefers not to have a fixed address. Well, we don't have a fixed address. And that has worked out very poorly for us at times. Whatever do you mean? I'm having the time of my life. Is it just not the escape pod at space? Well, I mean, our mail does get delivered there. That is that is true. Uh, but only by USPS. We can't get anything from UPS or FedEx or DHL. Ah, me and The fights me and FedEx have had can't even describe them. Here's, here's celebrity number three. This Honey Boo Boo star got a little something extra in the trunk. This one hurts me to read. Wait, is this not Honey Boo Boo herself? It's a Honey Boo Boo star? Yes. It's, yeah, it's somebody who was on the show. Kim, you've watched TLC, right? Have, have I? Dance Moms? That's not TLC. That's Lifetime. Oh, my bad. I have not hit, I have not yet hit rock <laughs> bottom. How dare you? My favorite TLC show was Say Yes to the Dress. I mean, that's the only exception. Yeah, it's probably the best one. I love when their dress budget is like 
what my entire wedding budget would be and more. <laughs> Makes me feel really good. All right. Celebrity number four. This one named singer of one and mysterious ways is very interested in adhesives. Which makes it seem like the song he'd be most interested in covering would be Come Together. But, um, what can I say? If there's bad puns, I'm bringing them to the party. This is apparent by the entire round. (laughs) Here is, I didn't, I didn't write these. This is. Oh, but you're bringing them to the party. Well, that's true. Number (laughs) five, this public enemy hype man turned reality star loves to peel the skin off of deceased animals. Ooh. That is not somebody Rach wants at her birthday party. <laughs> I think he needs to be helped. You know, he keeps Spock he away. Needs to see a therapist. Yeah, glad Spock's not around for this party. I know. I miss Spock, but yeah, I do not want Spock anywhere near this knockoff celebrity. Wait, so say that again. He said he was a hype man turned reality star. Reality. He does have a a so very fascinating. Loads. Uh, reality TV show. I've seen clips of it. I haven't seen the show, but fascinating. Celebrity number six. This CEO with a flair for design and turtlenecks loves boxing. Rach, you love a good turtleneck. Oh, yeah. I've I've noticed you. You know, actually, what's weird is I've noticed you, you know, wearing turtlenecks, wearing the sort of round glass. Hmm. I wonder if this knockoff celebrity impersonator is you. Uh, I cannot comment at this time. <laughs> what are your feelings on boxing? Do you love pugilism? <laughs> I don't know what that word means, so no. You know what's fun is turtlenecks are now becoming a trend to like wear them under like cute dresses and things, but it gets really bulky to wear the whole sweater. So I've seen a lot of people just selling the upper no. shoulder neck part. Yes. We're just like, yes reverting back to like our childhoods when they would like sell shirts with like layers on them but like they mm-hmm. wouldn't put the whole God. like it wouldn't be multiple layers they just stitch it to like you know what i'm talking about i just want you to know that this is yeah. my nightmare <laughs> i'd rather be on an ice planet good i'll be I'll sending you i'll be sending you pictures of those i it looks like it's just like what sleeves with a connected to a part of a turtleneck and that's it i don't need to i don't need to know that just seems like a very extreme midriff to me. I yeah. I just my Snapchat flashbacks today were to when I went to a Haley Kiyoko concert like three years ago. And her outfit was like shorts or whatever, and she was wearing like a bra, and then it was like a t-shirt, but it was cut off to like just below the collarbone. <laughs> so like it was like it was less than a crop top. It was just like she was just wearing the top of a t-shirt, the very top of it. I thought it was an fa- interesting fashion choice. Yep. I think 2018 was a hard time for us. Oh, wow. Kim has brought up a picture of one of these God. monstrosities on her display, and it is... Why do I feel like Slenderman's like going for a night out? And he's like, <laughs> gonna be cute. Gonna show off the nips. <laughs> Celebrity number seven. This La La Land actress eats a lot of unsweetened biscuit-like cakes. Biscuit-like cakes. Go well with some tea. Oh, indeed. Oh, got it. Oh, yes. You know, since you've already got it, we'll move on to question eight. This troubled hotshot actor will elude you 
he constantly goes on the lamb. Is that really one dude? I always thought it was two and a half men. Oh, we giving out bonus, bonus what? context. Please. Oh, <laughs> if that's helpful, then sure. Okay, whatever. Here's number nine. This American top 40 personality loves the lightest, most buoyant rock layer that sits at the bottom of the ocean. I've gotten three in a row. I'm really impressed with myself. The brain cells are rubbing their hands together, I guess. I might have two, but they keep pinging against each other. <laughs> All right. And our final celebrity cameo. This jarhead actor makes light in every situation. And that, dear friends, is the end of our celebrity knockoff round. So why don't we loop back around and see how you did. See if you can tell us the names of the celebrities that we're going to book for Rachel's birthday party. Hmm. Number one, this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Jonah Hex actress prefers to communicate with you by text, but in a more old-fashioned way than SMS. Is it Megan Fax? It's Megan Fax. That's worth 50 points. That's what I had as well. That's the one I'm most excited for, I think. All right. <laughs> celebrity number two is the singer of Celebrity Skin and Doll Parts. Prefers not to have a fixed address. I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Nope. I'm thinking Melanie Martinez might be the actual. No? Okay. Yeah, I was also thinking Melanie she Martinez. She does have a doll theme, so I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I couldn't make the wordplay work, so I figured I was wrong. Uh, the original celebrity we're looking for was Courtney Love, and our knockoff is either Courtney Rove or Courtney Move, depending on how you want to spend that. Yeah, there's two of them on that website that we're looking at. <laughs> they couldn't use the same name. Number three, this Honey Boo Boo star got a little something extra in the trunk. I've never seen Honey Boo Boo, and so my brain just kept... Uh, latching onto her name and saying Honey Tutu, which I know is wrong. <laughs> so that's better than I'm, I'm at and that's better that than one. mine, which is Honey Boo Butt, and that's not even that's not even clever. That's just alliteration. <laughs> no, but you know the the fact that neither of you have seen Honey Boo Boo, my respect for you just went up up through the roof. The correct answer here was Mama Junk, Mama Junk okay. Shannon. Does respect equal points? Uh, unfortunately, the AI okay. is assigning the points, so we got nothing there. But uh, apparently you're going to go on a monster run in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Our next celebrity knockoff is this one named singer of one and mysterious ways is very interested in adhesives. Kim, do you have anything? Yeah, I think it's Bond, as in Bono, and then you change the, the last O. I hate it, too. But. Ah, very good. I was thinking seal and then just turning it into seal because you're sealing something. <laughs> <laughs> well, hate it though she might, Kim was correct. But the AI seems to be giving Jenny 25 additional points for, for seal because that's <laughs> good adhesive-based humor. Number five, this public enemy hype man turned reality star loves to peel the skin off of deceased animals. No, nothing. Just uneasiness. Is this a Jersey Shore member? It's not. Oh, interesting. Okay. I truly have no idea then. So this is uh, Flava Flay. Oh. Ah. Mm, yeah. I guess no one yeah. here has seen Flavor of Love. I mean, I've I've listened to hours-long conversations um, with my coworkers about Flavor of Love. <laughs> 
Have I watched it? No. You know, and oddly enough, the only piece of media available to us in our escape pod is the entirety of the Vampire Diaries series. So oh, that's all okay. we've been consuming. Yes. I haven't watched that show, but I have seen a two and a half hour video about that show. So I have as well. I think we've all seen the same two and a half hour video about the show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Jenny Nicholson. Shout out to Jenny Nicholson. (laughs) Yeah. So good. Okay. On to question number six. This CEO with a flair for design and turtlenecks loves boxing. No relation to myself. This is Steve Jobs. Yeah. So that's another 50 points on the board. Number seven, this La La Land actress eats a lot of unsweetened biscuit-like cakes. Emma Scone. That is correct for 50 points. This troubled hotshot actor will elude you. He constantly goes on the lamb. I only got this because of the two and a half men. Uh, <laughs> okay, thing. so I know the actor, I think. Uh-huh. Couldn't think of the Do you want me to say yeah. it? Yeah. Charlie Sheep. That is correct. Sheep. Yeah, we spelled our lamb with a B. Ah, <laughs> uh, dang. Number nine, this American Top 40 personality loves the lightest, most buoyant rock layer that sits at the bottom of the ocean. Kim, do you want me to say it? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's Ryan Seacrest. That is correct for 50 points. Seacrest is a thing? Well, it worked. I, yeah. <laughs> That's what our AI thinks, that, that the, the top layer must be the crust. The most buoyant. All right, so our final celebrity. This jarhead actor makes light in every situation. I've got nothing for this one. I don't think Jarhead is his Jarhead-ish. most popular film. I don't think so. Okay. Do we do we have another movie he was in? Uh, Prince of Persia. No, that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, which is... How do I turn Jake Gyllenhaal into something about light? He's making light. Son? Of a situation. Oh, laugh. Jake Gyllenhaal? Or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> the AI says it was looking for Joke Gyllenhaal. Ah, okay. I will say when I was really down early this year, I did watch Prince of Persia one day. How, how did you feel did it help? It? How'd that work out? Uh, it just got me more down. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, seems no. like about yeah. the outcome. Yeah. yeah. Was this when the entire apartment was, like... was COVID? Uh, oh, yeah. Cool. Great. Yes. I said, do I watch another House of Anubis episode or do I watch one of the worst movies I've ever seen? And it was it was the latter. Well, after two rounds, Kim and Jenny, y'all have 700 points, which is going to keep the lights on in the pod for a little while longer. But we are not done yet. We're only halfway through. Thank God, Jenny, we can hold off on the cannibalism. Yay. Yeah, it's time for um, a short break. But before we go, we want to let you know that we're on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow us both at Trivia Skate Pod. And if you come to our live shows, you'll get a hint for the week on our Instagram and Twitter. We'll give out a little, give out a little bonus tip. Yeah, yeah, we'll tease a little bit about what's coming up. So we'll be right back. The universe sings. Thank you. 
We are back with more Trivia Escape Pod. If you like the show, help us out by leaving a review or even better, telling a friend. They can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, all the pod places, or, you know, just head over to TriviaEscapePod.com. But seriously, every little review matters for a podcast like us that's stuck in space. So give us a shout. Please, it would be good. It'd be nice. It'd be good for my ego as well. Your ego needs no reinforcement, <laughs> young friend. Oh, my heavens. We're back with Jenny and Kim. They've got 700 points. They are, I mean, they're they're definitely going to keep us going for a little while longer. But this is not over yet. They've got plenty of chances to boost that score in our next round, which is what we call a QFC round. And the way this is going to work is that we've got a quote, a fact, and a cast, a set of cast members from a movie. We're going to give you just the quote, and we're going to give you 30 seconds. If you know what movie that's from in the first 30 seconds, blurt it out, because at the end of 30 seconds, then we'll reveal a fact about the movie, and you'll have another 30 seconds. The fact is worth 100 points, and finally, we'll give you three members of the cast, and that's worth 50 points. So as soon as you know it, just say it. There's no penalty for a wrong answer. So have fun with this. Rach has got the first quote for you today. It's worth 150 points. Quote number one is, the only stars that matter are the ones you see when you dream. Oh, no. The Fault in Our Stars. Is this a baseball movie? Well, so one thing we can reveal, all of these movies are going to be rom-coms. All of these movies oh. are rom-coms. Oh. Rach, maybe they need to hear the quote one more time with that useful information in mind. The only stars that matter are the ones you see when you dream. Jenny, just start just listing Notting Hill. <laughs> is it Notting Hill? No. It is not Notting Hill. Okay. Is there a rom-com set in space, Kim? I, <laughs> I don't know. What? My brain keeps saying Sleepless in Seattle, but that's not a comedy. It counts. I think some people would call that a rom-com, yeah. but that is also not the answer. So why don't we give you the fact, and if you mm -hmm. can tell us after this, it's worth 100 points. This movie was co-written by the comedian who did the comedy special Baby Cobra. Oh, so that's Ali Wong. She wrote, oh, what is that? Oh, Always Be My Maybe? Always ding, Be ding, My ding. Maybe is the correct answer. That's worth 100 points. Wow, that was real teamwork. Yeah, it was beautiful to watch. So next quote, 150 points, if you can get it with the quote. I hope that blowing ourselves up works, but it's really irrelevant to me as long as I'm with you. And if it kills us, then I'd rather die with you than live in this world without you. Is it Heather's? Is that a rom-com? It is not Heather's. I just know that one. I don't think I would call a rom-com. <laughs> no, That's why I was confused. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, Kim, if you've got a guess, you've got a few more seconds left. Oh, dear. What rom-coms? <laughs> this also sounds like a rom-com that could happen in space. <laughs> there needs to be more rom-coms in space, I think. There was some explosions in The Martian, but there was no... That's not a rom-com. That's not a rom-com. <laughs> oh, that's definitely a rom-com. That is <laughs> Matt Damon and some potatoes <laughs> getting it on. What do you think he was doing up there all alone? It was Sebastian Stan as the hot doctor for me. But sure, Matt Damon was there. Of course it was. Well, yeah, but Sebastian Stan did not have relations with the potato at any point. I feel confident. 
Here's okay. a fact about this second movie. It's a rom-com, yes, but it also has a scene where a goat walks into a cave with a pack of dynamite. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. And all I'm thinking now is Napoleon Dynamite because <laughs> of the dynamite. I've also never seen this movie. I'm assuming the fact and the quote are related. The, the fact and the quote are oh. yeah, sort of related. Oh, Palm yeah. Springs. It's Palm Springs. That is correct, Jenny. It. So <gasps> yeah, you just picked up another 100 points. Amazing. All right, here here is your next quote. So new movie. The quote is, he turned down a blowjob from his ex-girlfriend mid-blowjob. You know how hard that is for a man? Is it like he's just not that into you? Nope, not that one. I think I fell asleep while watching this movie because I remember the first half and nothing from the second. And that is the end of 30 seconds. So Rach has got a fact about this one for you. Fact. Mm. In a scene that prefigured his involvement in The Muppets, Jason Segal's character performs a puppet show. Oh, is it Knocked Up? Not Knocked Up. What's the other one? Yeah, what was Jason Segal in? He's just funny. <laughs> God. I feel like I've seen this one. Oh, oh, it's the one with Mila Kunis and they're on Hawaii. Oh, ah, Kristen Bell was you also know? in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck. We're answering the and third <laughs> question. We the named- 30 seconds are up, but. But you actually we get three members of the cast. And <laughs> yeah. Mila Kunis. Yeah, you did it. But actually, it also stars Russell Brand and Paul Rudd. Yeah. There okay. was also a goat in it um, at some point. What's with rom-coms and goats? Oh, my gosh. What is it? Uh, forgetting really Sarah Marshall? Yeah. Thank you. Oh. For 50 points. Love you, Kim. You got it. Okay. We have one more. QFC. Mm-hmm. And our quote, mother, I do not need a blind date, particularly not with some verbally incontinent spinster who drinks like a fish, smokes like a chimney and dresses like her mother. What rom-com centers oh, a boy? Is this possibly Bridget Jones's diaries? That sounds like something Colin Firth's character would say. It is, in fact, Bridget Jones's diary. Oh, my God. Thank you. My yeah, I think that's what Colin he says Burr. at the Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, that is worth uh, 150 points to you right now. And at the end of our QFC round, which y'all just stomped on, you now have <laughs> 1,100 points. Oh, can I read the fact for that one, though? I think it's fun. Yes, please. Uh, yes, you should. The fact is that to prepare for this role, um, Renee Zellweger gained 25 pounds and then actually worked at a British publishing company for a month. That's so fun. Yeah. Renee. <laughs> Also, Kim, I'm in awe of you and that question. Oh, thanks. Good job. You know, it's- you know, right after I finished college, I gained 25 pounds and worked at a publishing company <laughs> for a month. It, uh, and there is no movie about that. I'm very sad. I'm writing a screenplay. Don't worry. Oh, Did you great. have two men fighting over you? Because if I- not... No, I, um, I did see two men fighting in an alley at one point. I think over mm. a piece of pizza. But who hasn't? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. Were the men Colin Firth and the Hugh rat Grant? Got in there. <laughs> the men were Colin Firth and Hugh Grant, <laughs> and they were desperate for that pizza. Jenny and I would both pay so much money to see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put me right there, please. I would actually like watch boxing as a sport if it were like fancy British men doing it. Oh yeah, 
I just saw the look on Jenny's face. Jenny, I th- I think you were like dreaming of being that piece of pizza, weren't you? <laughs> I was thinking about their stiff upper lip metaphorically exploding, and that was really drawing me in. <laughs> but yes, I also like to be the pizza pizza. Thank you. Well, you know, I, I realize we've got everybody uh, hot and bothered now, but uh, unfortunately, our top 10 question just flashed up on the screen, and I think it's going to end all of those good vibes (laughs) so here's how it's going to work um it's actually a top 12 question today oddly enough uh it's one question each correct answer is worth 100 points and you don't have to wait to start answering i'm going to go ahead and number things one through 12 so you'll get 12 guesses um we're going to ask you you can confer with each other a little bit but uh just go ahead and say final answer after you've decided to answer one for sure and i'll just tick them off as we count down from 12 and i think rach has got the question for you all right okay so i know we're all trying to wipe out the memory of our recent american history but today's mm-hmm. top 12 question is going to take us back to the 2020 election Woo-hoo. uh we all know that joe biden won the election and that he had previously served in the senate but he wasn't serving in the senate while he was running However, there were 12 Democratic candidates who were actively serving in the House or the Senate when they ran. Who were they? And I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, there were like a thousand Democratic candidates. If you can remember 12 of them, I will be impressed. So there's Bernie. Right. That is correct for 100 points. That's your first answer. Who was the millionaire guy that was... Um, Oh, I don't remember his name. I also he's don't. not serving in the House or Senate though. Uh, right. Was he like a um, there was the Texas dude that came to UNC? Yes. That everyone thinks is hot. Uh-huh. I do you know his name. I'm picturing him <laughs> so clearly in my mind. Can I just I even went to his speech? Um <sighs> Elizabeth Warren, Kim? Oh, do you think that's yeah. right? Elizabeth Warren is correct. So you've got Another one on your second guess. You still got 10 guesses. Tulsi Gabbard, right, Kim? Sure. I don't want to finalize this without you. Okay. Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah. Is a member of the House of Representatives from Hawaii. So that's good for another 100 points. I'm still stuck on Texas. Oh, Amy Klobuchar. You're stuck on Texas, man? I am stuck on Texas, man. I'm thinking Amy Klobuchar. Do you remember her? Yes, I do. Let's do her. Yash. Amy Klobuchar is correct. Serves in the Senate. That is correct. So Klobuchar is from Minnesota. And we probably should have mentioned that Bernie is from Vermont, Elizabeth Warren from Massachusetts. Because, you know, some listeners will want to know which states Mm -hmm. they're representing. Kim, um, the Asian man who said his mic was turned off at one of the debates. What was his name? Yeah, he also had a really... Andrew Wang? Yeah, Wang Gang, because that was all over UNC at some point. Okay. <laughs> Let's put him in. But was he in the... What? I, I said, was he a representative? Or simply... I don't know. I'm just listing presidential candidates. <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> okay, final guess. Andrew Yang, Yang. was uh, not a representative. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> not Wang. Oops. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Let's see. There was the woman with, like, the gray blonde hair um, who people got freaked out about. And she was a Democrat? Do you remember her? She said something about vaccines. Um, 
There were so many. Why can't stage. I remember any of them? This Texas guy is going to stay with me. But I mean, I don't think oh, he was in the House it's Beto... or Senate because he lost his race. Oh, he was, he was running for governor, right? Why not? It's Beto. Yeah, and he lost. I don't, I don't think we should put him down because he lost his race before. It was like really close in Texas yeah. and he lost. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, was he a representative? Ooh, yes. Let's say him. So Pete Buttigieg was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Unfortunately, that is not a correct answer, but you've got oh. six guesses left. Well, he's a mayor. Counts for something. Um, let's see. Oh, obviously Kamala Harris. Oh, right. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> yep. Kamala Harris from California. That is correct for another 100 points. Oh, we already have Elizabeth Warren as well. I'm trying to think of when I took a test to see uh, my views and how much they aligned with people. It gave you like the whole list of candidates. Tim Kaine run at some point? I don't know. I'm willing to put him down though. Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine, unfortunately, is not a correct answer. I don't think he yeah. ran in 2020. I think he ran okay. in 16. 16. Mm -hmm. With um, on the VP ticket. Let's this see. Is a dark timeline. I try not to remember. <laughs> Kevin, do we have any black men? It feels weird to not have any on our list. That feels like an oversight. Well, it probably is. <laughs> I can't remember. Yes. Okay. Um, Ross is nodding. Yes. Oh, oh, the one who's Cory Booker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cory we'll Booker. Cory Booker is a correct answer. New Jersey. Yes. How many okay. guesses do we have left? You've got three guesses left. Oh, God. Oh. I don't have that many people in my brain. Um, well, and there's some real randos still left on the list. I'll just go ahead okay. and tell you. Um, maybe give me a minute more and I'll see if I can come up with any more. This is silly, but Hillary didn't run again. Like, not even a little bit. No. <laughs> Just covering no, my bases. She did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I'm all out. Did we say John Kerry already? I don't think so. I don't know if he was a representative. Let's put him down. John that's Kerry? Our, that's our next guess. John Kerry is incorrect. Okay. Yep, I think I'm all out of people. Kanye West. Kim, are you still trying? <laughs> uh, well, he's not a house. He's not a representative. I mean, is he I not honorary Kanye representative of California? Kanye West represents us all. <laughs> I don't know. No. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do not wish to be part of this narrative. Thank we, you. We much. do not wish to be part of this narrative. Let's see. I think I'm done. Yeah, I think I'm also done. All right. Well, Rach has got the full list yeah. for you. All right. So from the Senate, you have Michael Bennett from Colorado, Cory Booker from New Jersey, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand from New York, Kamala Harris from California, Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota, Bernie Sanders from Vermont, and Elizabeth Warren from Massachusetts. And then in the House, we had Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii, Seth Moulton from Massachusetts, Tim Ryan from Ohio, Eric Swalwell from California, and John Delaney from Maryland, although his term ended during the campaign. 
Well, he was also running. He declared in like 2018. He ran freaking forever and then dropped out before anything actually even happened. Mm. But in that round, you did get six of the 12. That leaves your final score at 1,700 for the day. That is so many points. We are going to be able to power our pod. We're going to be able to power your pod. We'll happily install a food replicator so you don't have to resort to any ice planet cannibalism. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Everything we could have hoped for. Yes. I'm looking forward to looking into that Danny Trejo extended universe (laughs) when we get back. So Jenny and Kim, tell everybody about ripping on bodice rippers. Do you want me to go? Kim, give the elevators <laughs> elevator pitch. Go, Kim. Okay, so while we were on Earth, we moved in together and realized we both deeply loved uh, romance novels, which is very exciting because our whole lives we were mocked relentlessly for said love of romance novels. Yes. And so we couldn't shut up about it. And because we're yeah, narcissistic. It started uh it started with us, you know, watching movies and then like constantly talking about it. And then we're like, "Wait a minute. Maybe we have something here." <laughs> yeah, I was going to say because we were narcissistic Gen Zers, we were like, "We're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Let's record." Yes. And then And here we are today. I so happened to be taking a podcasting class. And it was just a good, it was a final project was to create like a scripted, scripted, creative episode of whatever we wanted. And I was like, this is my end. This is our opportunity. So Kim dragged me along and we recorded for like two hours and um, the rest is history. And now we have um, about one and a half to two hour long episodes um, about every month or so on the romance novel we just recently read. And as of today, there are eight episodes available online. Where can they find the podcast? Everywhere. Yeah, they can find the podcast. Yes, everywhere. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ripping on pod. It's it's definitely worth checking out. I've um I've started listening to episode one and I'm enthralled. I love to have a Bridgerton hot take. So (laughs) oh my gosh, thank you. Uh, And I'm a fan of the series. Episode three is Chef's Kiss. Uh, (laughs) And and apparently you got on board uh, with some internet hype well before the internet got on board with it. So well played. We were cool before. It was cool. (laughs) The ultimate hipsters. Absolutely. Well, that explains how you ended up on an ice planet. Rach, what have you got going on to tell the folks about? Well, as always, you can follow me on Goodreads at Engineer Rachel. I um, finally have time to read again, so starting to post back up there again. Um, Also, you know, if you're interested in custom live shows, me and Ross and, you know, the Trivia Skate Pod crew love to do a live show. If you want to do something online, in person, you can hire us. Please, please hire us. But yeah. You can bring this trivia escape pod delightful goodness to your live trivia experience. Or if you feel like having that experience in a bar, we're at Linda's Bar and Grill every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. That's uh, 203 East Franklin Street in Chapel Hill. So come on out. And again, if you follow Trivia Escape Pod on Twitter, you'll get a hint before the show. Sometimes that's on Instagram. Uh, sometimes it's not because I'm bad. 
<laughs> I know. I know. Well, it looks like with the four of us here, we've been using up oxygen at a rapid, rapid rate. So it's probably time now that Rach is, is already completing the repairs on your pod. It's probably time to get y'all back. But we just want to thank y'all for coming on today. We had a blast with you. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was fun to take a nice reprieve from the um, hunger of it all. I was really looking at Kim's like arm. And I was thinking it's, it's about time. So we appreciate these uh, trivia points to get back home. I guess I got to thank Rachel for saving my life. <laughs> You're so welcome. Be an arm. All right. And, and here they go through the airlock. Oh, and Rach, we're alone again. Now time to make you unconscious. Wait, don't, don't, don't hit me with the sleepy. And that's all we have for today, folks. Uh, see you next time on Trivia Escape Pod. Right. The universe sings. Sticking. 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 Sticking.